Welcome to the Coach House Beacons. Hello, welcome to today's beacon. Today's beacon's called God's Team. Jamie and I went to watch Noah play football the other day. I ended up watching a match between two teams of kids that had no idea how to play football, just for a few minutes. They looked very different from a professional team as they would all crowd round the ball rather than finding space. The thing about the more inexperienced team is that they all wanted the glory of kicking the ball and that was their focus rather than the progress of the team as a whole. Professional teams realise that everyone needs to play where the managers put them for the team as a whole to do well. That means that we don't tread on each other's toes or when someone else scores a goal, we celebrate with them rather than being envious or annoyed. We have been put in a team because as humans, we are very prone to thinking that we're the ones that deserve the glory rather than God. We need accountability and people to show us that this isn't the case. We also need to see that we can't do everything or be everywhere at once. And we need people to help us do the jobs that we need to do. I had a situation this week that highlighted this truth. Someone had started to make coffees and teas at church, but the boiler wasn't ready, so they went to do something else. I happened to be in the kitchen, so I finished the drinks and handed them out. Maybe I shouldn't have stepped on their toes, but I didn't think much of it. The person that began to make the drinks was annoyed that they didn't have the chance to finish the job they started. But this is what the church is all about. None of us can do all of everything. We need to work together and let others finish what we've started. It's hard to rejoice when someone gets the glory for something that we've done most of the work for. But it's a necessary part of being the body. We need to rejoice with those who rejoice and mourn with those who mourn, as Romans 12.15 says. I also had to learn this in worship. I've had to learn my place when singing to give God all the glory. When I've tried to lead a song in my own strength because I wanted to be noticed, it's gone wrong. I need to take God's guidance as to when to lead and when to sing harmony. And when I am asked to step aside, I need to do so. This applies to other jobs I've had too. I used to do song words and I used to really enjoy it. But I had to learn to step aside when God needed me somewhere different. When the manager of the team puts us in a different playing position, we need to move, but also not constantly be looking over our shoulder at how someone else is doing our role. We need to let go of that old position fully, rather than being judgmental. This is really hard and something, quite honestly, that I have struggled with because we all have our own specific ways of doing a role. But we need to trust. As long as that person isn't doing anything specifically against what God would want, we need to trust in the person God has picked and fully hand over and entrust the role to them. We need God to tell us where to go and what to do, so we need to be listening. Romans 12 verses 1 to 8 says, Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies 
as a living sacrifice. So if we're going to be a sacrifice, if we're going to sacrifice what we want to what God wants, we need to know and hear what God wants. The verse continues, As a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God, this is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Again, we need to be listening to God. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing and perfect will. For by the grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the faith God has distributed to each of you. For just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function, so in Christ we, though many, form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. We have different gifts according to the grace given each of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. If it is to encourage, then give encouragement. If it is giving, then give generously. If it is to lead, do it diligently. If it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. God will give us a role to play. But just like a football team, we need to play in the position that God, the manager, has given us. The other thing that professional teams understand is that all the players have to work together. The team can't leave everything to one player. We all have our parts to play and we should play them to the best of our ability. If we left everything to one person, that person would fail. God also doesn't want to be the only player on the pitch. He wants to include us. Jesus picked 12 people to work alongside him in his earthly ministry and in the same way God wants to use us in his ministry today. There may be times of your life when you're on the bench waiting to be subbed on and sometimes that's where God wants you. But while we're on the bench it doesn't mean we should be doing nothing. Players on the bench still go training. We should still be seeking God and his will. It's also important to remember that in God's team, the supporters are as important to the success of the team as the players. It always annoys me when Jamie talks about Man United, his chosen team, and says, we need to hire that person, or when we play like this, that happens, as if he's part of how the team plays. However, in God's kingdom, the people that support and encourage are vitally important to the work of God and as much part of the team as the players on the pitch. So even if you feel like you're doing nothing, you can still be a player by encouraging. Encouragers were listed in that list of roles of the body in Romans. We all need to be a support to each other and honestly encourage each other. When someone does something well, tell them. Hebrews 3.13 says, See to it, brothers and sisters, that none of you has a sinful, unbelieving heart that turns away from the living God. 
but encourage one another daily, as long as it's called today, so that none of you may be hardened by sin's deceitfulness. We need to encourage each other to keep away from sin. So as long as it's today, we have a responsibility to encourage others. Let's all try to become better at that. We live in a world in which individuals fight for their own glory. They fight so that they can have the last word and more often tear others down than build them up. The church should be a countercultural place where none of us is on their own, but we work as a team for the glory of the whole. We should rejoice when each other is glorified, for whatever reason, and encourage others always. Let's pray. God, I thank you that you've put us in a team, that we're not on our own, that we have the body of Christ around us. And I pray that this week we would learn to encourage others. We would learn to step away from a role that you don't want us in. We would learn to step into roles that you do want us in. I pray that we'd hear your voice more and more and that we'd just be playing where you want us. We'd just be playing in the way that you want us and that we wouldn't step on each other's toes or overstep the boundary but that we'd rejoice when others take the ball and score. We'd rejoice when others get the glory. Help us, God, to see each other as valid as ourselves. Help us, God, to see the wins of others as our wins and to grieve with those who grieve as well. Help us to be your body on this earth. Amen. Coach House Beacons. The Coach House Church Daily Devotional. To find out more, join us on Facebook, Instagram or on our website at www.coachhousechurch.org.